Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode number 90 of the Unranked Podcast. We have a hell of a show for you today. This is Christian Humes here saying what's up, and I hope you all had a great, happy Thanksgiving. Here on the show today, I'm joined by Tom Caswell. Tom, what's up, dude? Uh, it is good to be here with you on this black, the blackest of Fridays. Oh, it is um, the darkest. The darkest. The darkest. It this is, is the this darkest is the dark family. episode. This is the this darkest is... episode of Unranked anyone will have ever experienced. No, it's uh, good to be here. Had a great Thanksgiving. Saw all of your, uh, saw all of your, all the food you were making. Yeah, I hope everyone that. out there right now is purchasing some sweet deals. They're getting their hot deals on. Wolfenstein is twenty five. Wolfenstein two is twenty five dollars. Oh, I'm sorry, what? Where? Amazon. Where um, if you have if you have gold, it's thirty on Xbox Live. Uh huh. Um. Oh, and also, Witcher Three: The Game of the Year Edition is twenty dollars on Xbox Live right now. Oh shit! I'm so thinking about want... that because I have an Xbox One X. Exactly. I cuz I had it for the PC back in the day, but I didn't really get through it too much and yeah, $20 for the complete game of the year edition. I am shocked. Shocked that Battlefront is not on sale. Not only is it not on sale, but it's not sold out anywhere. It's like I'm seeing all these pictures on Twitter <laughs> of like all these limited edition PS4 Pro Battlefront. Yeah, and there's all these like end caps. Uh, there's a lot of Target po- uh, pictures on Reddit. They're like, here's our local Target, and everything sold out except for except Battlefront. Battlefront. I am really curious as to what the sales are for that game. I mean, obviously, like it's going to do well, right. but I'm buying this right now. I'm buying Wolfenstein: The New Colossus right now. Is it 25 on Amazon? It's 25 dollars. Cool, nice. Yeah, great, great choice. I also picked up uh, a sound bar for my TV. Mm. and I picked up some new cables because I discovered the issue that I was having with streaming. My USB cable was too long. Oh. The USB cable oh, for the Elgato to get that. was too long, mm-hmm. and so it was... Um, Delayed? Yeah, or it would just cause it to drop and disconnect. Interesting. Yep. Wow. It couldn't, it couldn't run it. It says to not use anything longer than a 12-foot cable online. I was using a 15-foot huh. cable. What they suggest is that you use HDMI. Use long HDMI cables up to 15 feet. They say not mm, to use more than 10 feet. And then have a super short Yeah, they USB. say not to use anything more than 10 feet. Uh, because it's, only u- it's not even using USB 3. It's That's USB, USB 2. 2. Yep. Yeah, so... So now I'm um, going to go down to like a 6-foot USB cable, and I bought a like two 10 foot hdmi cables as well i was i was looking at elgato products because i'm trying to decide you know stuff i want to pick up for the holidays uh i kind of want to get that green screen thing sure yeah um and but they also have a 4k graphics uh capture card but it's it's for the p it's the one you stick in your pc they don't have the right they don't have an external one yet (sighs) that's annoying but when that happens they're gonna have to come out with it they're there was so little use for it up until the, the Xbox, Xbox One X, X. because yeah. it was just the PS4 Pro. Right. Now I mean, there's two consoles. Right. And I mean, it's not necessarily so I can stream in 4K. It's so I can have 4K pass through. Because when I right. was streaming World War Two, Call of Duty World War Two, I was noticing I was like, oh, this is this is significantly shittier when I'm playing it. Yeah, but you're still my... at least getting it upscales to 4K and then downscales back. Like the image. They super sample the image still, the Xbox One X. It treats right. it like it's a 1080p TV. So it's still sharper, but it's not what it should be. Right. Yeah, it's it's not uh it's not what it looks like natively. Yeah, as soon as they put out that external 4K 
capture card with USB-C. Dude, I'm going to be all over that. I mean, honestly, I don't even need it to be 4K capture. Just make an HD60 with issue my like high speed pass through mm. so that I can still just let my 4K go through. Yeah, like, even that, if it I only mean, captures it at 1080. Yeah, but I mean, if they're gonna do it, they're gonna they're gonna do. Yeah, the whole I thing. just my my upload speeds aren't gonna be able to do 4K. <laughs> that's good, you know. Think Who's about your provider? What, what kind of requirements that's gonna have? I have fast internet. It doesn't matter. Do you know what kind of like upload speeds you're gonna need for 4K for solid like 4K streaming? Picture? Yeah, that's a good. Point. You're gonna need a very very steady, stable, high speed upload. Unless you've got like gigabit internet, you're not. Gonna I do have that. Oh, Verizon, did. Verizon, Verizon just upgraded me in New York. So, what's your up though? What's your upstream? I think like 150 megs. Oh, okay. So then that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Because you'll need at least like 25 for like a yeah. shitty 4K stream. Because yeah. they recommend, I think, like on the low end, like two and a half to five just for 1080p. So you're gonna right. need significantly more for 4K. Right. It's not, you know. How was your Thanksgiving? How was your holiday? Oh, it's been it's been great. Uh, I I love this time of year because starting in sep- like September is my father's birthday, October is my sister's, my mother's is November, and then it's Thanksgiving, Christmas. So I get to go. I have a reason, an excuse to go home. I don't like going home mm-hmm. just for the shit of it, but when um when I get to go home and there's a reason, I Are love you, it. Did you get a piece of that park? Are you going to get a piece of that park from Philadelphia? Because you're from you're in Philly, right? Uh, outside of Philly, like an hour. Uh, you know that um, park. They're the, like the Love Park. It's got like the ground. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. They're, they're renovating it. Yeah, so they're selling off chunks of. Oh. I figured you would have known about this. Did not know about this. No. Uh, uh, that's been, cool. I've seen it shared on my Facebook because I know so many people back from. Florida. Love Park is funnily enough the shittiest park in Philadelphia because it's not even a park; it's a skate. It's well, not, it's, I mean, most yeah, places it, in Philadelphia are the shittiest places. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, all right. Uh, what episode is this? Eighty nine? Uh, no, this is episode no, number ninety four. Big Holy nine shit. zero. Good. We're finally coming out, out of our shelter mark. here on the show. Oh damn! Good one, shelter. Good Pokemon. Yeah, Tom. How do you feel about shelter? I like the fact that is it a shelter that bites Slowpoke's tail? Is that what it is? Yeah. If you so in the video game, if you trade a shelter and a Slowpoke then it will evolve into a slow slow bro. Uh, Yeah, I I always also evolve into a cloister on its own. Mm. Yeah, cloister's great. Yeah, no, shelter's solid. It's it's solely a water Pokemon, right? Yes, it is. All right. Yeah. Uh, Don't know if I really screwed with a shelter, but um, it was... was, uh, And I also feel like that you could find them late in the game. Like, they weren't an early... Like... like a lot of those. Until, like, you were going, like, Cinnabar and stuff. Correct, yeah. yeah. It was, like, the Seafoam Islands and stuff. Yeah. Until you get down there, there is not... Um, there are a number of Pokemon, like Tentacruel you can't get. You can't get Lapras until right, then. Right, right. There are a lot of... But then that's Magmar. all you see. <laughs> then that's all you see. A lot of like these late-game Pokemon the game. come in at, like, the 6th or 7th gym, which is really, like, kind of a shame, in my opinion. Yeah. God, what... God, do they not know anything? I need to pick up Ultra Sun um, and Ultra Moon. Are you going to do that, yeah. though? Because the story, I've heard that basically all it is is it's the... I mean, there's a lot of updates, and I love the fact you can catch every legendary, but right. in terms of story, it's the same. Well, not just every legendary. There's so many Pokemon in this one compared to the first one, too. The story is largely the same. 
other than they say like they just like kind of trimmed it down and well yeah but there's also the team rainbow rocket stuff now right and there's more like post-game content there's there's more to do in it and there's a lot more pokemon to catch and the reason why i would want that game is because i'm trying to do the living decks and the only way that's going to happen is and that's going to be helpful for you are you going to pick up both no no and you know what i was thinking about i don't i believe this will quite possibly be the last two version pokemon game Mm. explain so the games are going to be coming to switch this is the last handheld mainline pokemon series that we're ever going to have unless something happens where nintendo makes a terrible decision and decides to make a new handheld again (laughs) to compete with their own console which would make no sense so it's not going to happen these games are 35 bucks they're not they're not very expensive compared to a sixty dollar video game. Right, right, right. When Pokemon comes out on Switch, it's Nintendo's basically gonna get the cost of someone buying both Pokemon games. If, if they're they gonna make 60, more right. money on Pokemon than they have ever made before, simply because there there's a portion of their audience that buys both games, but most people don't. So now they'll be getting the kind of money that like it, it'll be as if everyone bought both titles for them. Which is also why their team is expanding greatly. And it, there's been a lot of stories coming out saying that this game might actually somehow launch in 2018, which I'm still very skeptical about. But the point is, again, I, I mean, don't... I, that's their plan, though. Like, yeah, their plan I, is to launch in 2018. I understand that's their plan. Maybe fiscal year 2018, which means 2019. Right. Rock into April. Right. Which then gives them, you know, two and a half years, almost. But, po- but Pokemon's a holiday game, though, right? Like... No, it's it's not. A lot of Pokemon games have come out in the spring, actually. Really? Yeah, I believe more Pokemon titles, mainline games, have come out outside mm. of the holiday than at the holiday. Yeah, I think I'm remembering back to like the DS era. I remember those being summer releases, but X and Y on have been holiday, and I think that makes sense. I mean, I don't know. No, I don't I think, think X they'll and Y were it. on holiday. They were in holiday, for they, sure. They were? Yeah, let okay. me look it up. I know Sun and Moon were. Sun and Moon were, and obviously Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I know Black and White were not. Pokemon X and Y. Because X and Y had, didn't they have October So Red 12th. and Blue came out in February in Japan. Okay. And it came out in September in America. And let's see, Gold and Silver. That was a holiday game, Gold and Silver. And I'm not counting secondary releases. Right. So this was spring was uh Ruby and Sapphire. Okay. So we're at two two for one February, one like so winter, spring and fall so far. Um spring again for Diamond and Pearl. I remember that because I remember Diamond and Pearl specifically because we were um rehearsing for our musical at uh at in high school and I was like I was never in a musical with you. <laughs> And I remember, I remember leaving rehearsal to go, and my mom took me to the store to pick up okay. the game, and then I so so I X and Y was it. October, but Black and White was yeah. also spring. So so far, there's been more games in the spring than any other time. There's only been two in the holiday, and then I guess three if you count Sun and Moon. So it's about fifty fifty. If you February tips it over towards the spring, so it's like four out of seven have not been in the holiday time and only one of them's been november the rest have been october september the other two fall ones so it's not it's definitely not a holiday title it can be seen as one but it's definitely not like a specific holiday title so there's no reason this next generation eighth gen couldn't be you know fiscal year which could be february i believe or like march possibly even 2018 20 i mean 2019 
how do you feel? I, I mean, I think you possibly may be onto something. What What do you think the chances are that I think I read something online that was saying that um the the mainline Pokemon game is still going to be a port of it's not is going to be stars. You know no, I don't think so. Okay. No, if it was, then we would have gotten that this year. We would have gotten an Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, or Ultra Stars. Ultra Stars. Um, how do you think people would respond to there only being one Pokemon game instead of two? Well, so, and this is something I, I want to write something about, but ultimately, I believe the next Pokemon title is going to have to be a reimagining of what Pokemon is in a lot of ways. Right. As far, like right. in the same way that Breath of the Wild and even Super Mario Odyssey have been for both of those franchises, because this is a game, and, and the developer of Pokemon has said this, he was like, when we make this game for the console, it's going to have to be different. And the reason is, for instance, if you have a two-title Pokemon, the the goal there, and we all know the goal is also for them to make more money because people will go out and buy both copies. But the goal also there is, since it's a portable title and everyone has it with them, you're trading Pokemon with people. Mm-hmm. Now that a lot of people might play this at their home and never leave their house, you can't necessarily do version-exclusive Pokemon. So there are no reasons to have separate versions of the game. So I believe what we're going to see is a single title that has a ton of Pokemon in it. And there's probably going to be things that make, you know, look at what they do in Pokemon Go. There's region exclusive Pokemon and you can only find Pokemon at like certain places, things like that. I believe we might see like time of day come back. We might see seasons come back. We might see weather events Mm -hmm. come back so that they can make finding Pokemon more varied so that you have a reason to use the internet, for instance, to trade with people. Gotcha. Oh, okay, Because gotcha. there's definitely going to be a heavy like, online have, focus like... for trading. They'll need to limit how Pokemon are caught and discovered by using time of the year, events, in-game seasons, day and night cycles, things like that. Because otherwise, if everyone could just go around and go to X location anytime and pick up a Pokemon, then there's very little incentive to trade. So you have to come up with ways mm. to make the world force the gamer to you have to limit the way that people can catch pokemon they could make it they could also make like region lock pokemon like hey if you live in north america like like pokemon go like pokemon go yeah uh that that would be interesting and honestly i i wouldn't mind that i think that'd be a cool way um so this was actually posted because i was reading something about the rumors about the switch version and actually, this is an article from GameZone by my good friend Cade. Um, he talks about how in an easy, you know, Easy Allies, the former game trailers people. Yeah, yep. Uh, they have a podcast. And one of the people on the podcast from a source said that based on uh, when Game Freak saw how successful Breath of the... Because they weren't... They obviously were going to develop a Pokemon for Switch, but they weren't really comfortable with making big innovations but after seeing the success of breath of the wild and mario odyssey uh, says game freak was very nervous about doing any kind of radical departure for pokemon they sell so well why would you mess with that apparently breath of the wild's reception and the reaction to mario was so overwhelmingly positive that it convinced them that they need to make the next pokemon game as disruptive as those two games were that's going to be as big of an innovation as those two games were so i mean obviously we want all our dreams to come true but um Pokemon. <laughs> now, speaking though of, we were talking about Battlefront Two, and oh, do we have some news, Tom? On Battlefront Two, are, are we switching to news? Are we talking about news? I just What's wanted to give a little celebration for myself, uh, just like a for little yourself. 
for like oh oh for the the video game because fantasy because we haven't talked i know it just feels so old hat now but it isn't though because we haven't talked about the definitive winner i i understand this is is why i said on the last episode i said (laughs) i wish we were recording this on friday because it feels like by the time we get to the episode it'll yeah that feels like more than a week ago it feels it feels like forever ago since that but um i mean this last year has felt like a dozen years it hasn't felt like one year yeah, it's, it's felt uh, like 2017 has been the longest year of my life. Really? I don't feel like that at all. Every but... day feels like it's like a month. <laughs> well, anyway, I mean, I can't believe how bad they shit the bed on this to to get get such a and to it's get not just multiple government agencies in the U.S. and outside of the U.S. <laughs> look into banning microtransactions. Um. And even, like, I mean, okay, even outside the microtransactions, like, I played through the campaign. The campaign isn't that great. Yeah, I hear it's fun. It's mostly about set pieces. The story's not great. There's some story moments I heard that are good. I still haven't finished it, so, um, but I, I'm aware of Did you, I'm aware of some of the things that happen. You have played some of this the This is what happens when you get an IGN writer to write a Star Wars story. <laughs> oh, do you, um, uh, did you, you've played some of the campaign, though, right? Yeah. Have you played um, the bit? I've only played the first like two hours. Oh well, like the game's only like four hours, so I've not I've not played more than thirty percent of the game. I guarantee it. What What was the last thing you did? I Endor. I like walked around. I didn't really play. I just oh, kind of walked around and looked at okay. stuff and shot at stuff. Like that's yeah. how I want to play this game. I just want to look at Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Okay. This uh, is well... like my Star Wars tour. Okay. This is my personal Star Tours where I can also shoot at the players. <laughs> That's what this game is to me. Well, I just can't believe that I, I like because going into the last few weeks of the of the competition uh, between us, I was like, oh, I'm being really cocky about my chances of winning. But slowly and slowly, I was like, oh, Alex is going to win this. Like, there's no way this game is going to suck. And well, uh, I mean, a month ahead of time, Tojam and Earl was still in, although I didn't think it was going to come out. <laughs> but the thing was. Battlefront 1, which should not have been a worse game than Battlefront 2, had an 8. And he only needed a 7.6 to win. So why the hell would he have lost? Because it was Battlefront 1 with more content. I know. Free DLC, like way more maps, and a campaign. Like the things people asked for. So the fact that it did significantly worse than the first game... It's 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 quite incredible. And I'm but I'm kind of glad it worked out that way because it allowed for a very tense uh Tense last few weeks there, but uh, we we have plans for the the next season. So um, yeah, the only thing we need to figure out right now, and we're deciding on the rules for this, is for instance, if you look at what happened last year with Nintendo, no one knew what any of the games games for the Nintendo Switch were going to be. So as far as the Nintendo Switch was concerned last year, we had a very short list to really choose from. So I made the list kind of crazy. Next year, we again don't know. Like very few first party Nintendo titles. There's going to be a like winter Nintendo Direct of some kind where they're going to announce all of their next year titles or in the spring or something. So we're going to have to have at least one point in the year in which we add titles to the list where there's like a right. second round of drafting based on new additions. So there's going to be some new stipulation for that so that we're not limited because we know there's going to be at least a handful of huge Nintendo first party titles that are not officially announced yet. Yeah, it's it's going to be tricky to to get it 
right so that we don't have some of the pitfalls that we had this season. But I, I, we've, we've been throwing around some ideas. Well, yeah, we're going to move to Metacritic, and I believe what, the thing we're going to do is there's going to be a lock on the score, so it'll be something like the first five days, maybe, that after the game is out, that's what the score is. Unless, right. so, right. for instance, Destiny 2, when that game came out, major publications were smart, and like, I'm not going to review this thing when the raid's not even available. So I'm not going to go get right. some random website's fucking review score as the score for this game either, because that's also unfair. Mm-hmm. What um, what's been going on, Tom? Did you read about nerdy stuff? What's happening with EA and the microtransactions? Specifically about like the like the like there was a court in Hawaii. Well, yeah, like there was the court in Hawaii, and uh, you know, it's we have some news, Tom. All right, let's talk a little bit about the news. So there is a court in Hawaii that's looking into the microtransaction systems in Star Wars Battlefront 2, and specifically, more specifically, the predatory nature of microtransactions on children. And this is also happening in a European country, and what they're hoping to do is get them banned outright in the EU, which would then force these companies to make massive changes. I think the best thing that they could do would be to make a law that's like, if you have these predatory gamification um, progression systems and microtransactions, that they force these games to have mature ratings. Like mm, that, that's that's one of the that's one of the theories being thrown around online, or or at least even adult only ratings. So mm-hmm. the the other thing that I wanted to talk about was: Did you play HQ yesterday on Thanksgiving? <laughs> I uh, didn't, unfortunately, because I was in the middle of my HQ had the weirdest week up. in the world this week. There was this and article that came out. It was on, like, the Daily Beast, right? Yeah, so it was the Daily Beast contacted Scott Rogowski, who's the host of HQ, to do it was a like profile a puff piece. It was like Not fun. necessarily to... Yeah, it was just like, hey, can you tell us your life story? Like, how you got involved with HQ? And, and then the CEO of HQ, who... Which is this is troubling news? Was the creator of Vine? We all know how that turned out. Um, he contacted the Daily Beast and like, "Hey, so we heard you did a piece on Scott Rogowski. If you run it, we'll fire him. Uh, can you send me like the like the piece? He wanted like the full transcript of the interview, and he was like talking about like random bits, like Scott saying that he loved giving people the trivia that they want. He's like, you can't, you can't talk about that." And just like crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, it's weird. It's I can't tell what happened with this guy. It doesn't make any sense. And then, because I mean, the, his biggest worry was that HQ, like Scott, was going to how somehow slip details like um, confidentiality, confidential details sure. about HQ. Like that was his biggest worry. And then in complaining about all of it, he reveals confidential details like Scott is a contracted employee and not a full-time staff employee. Which, what's interesting to me is I think <laughs> this guy's realizing also that Scott's becoming irreplaceable. To right. And I think originally they were like, oh, we'll just have these sort of shuffling hosts. And yeah. now I think they're realizing that is no longer an option. Yeah, Scott is definitely like, I mean, you, you've, we talk, you and I discuss from time to time the the hq chat but it is very i don't remember what their names are besides scott and sharon i think sharon's sharon's gotten a lot better i still think the uh the blonde girl that they had had better joke delivery i just i Mm -hmm. liked her performance better she had like sort of a sharon seems to run out of material very quickly yeah and she's just very dry she's very dry at least for me 
but yeah, no, I I agree. I, I I agree. I'm not a huge Sharon fan. She's leagues better than the other dude, though. That one random guy that came on. I thought yeah. I, I thought it wasn't even real till my girlfriend brought it up. I thought I had like a fever dream where that guy didn't actually exist. Because I even said to her, I was like, oh, did that actually happen? Because I couldn't remember if that was real or like some weird nightmare I had. <laughs> some weird nightmare. A true nightmare. We're... Um, yeah, and then he's been, obviously like the chat's been abuzz with it. And then he's been making allusions to it. Like I remember, because there's the you know the hashtag free Scott because right. they everyone thinks that he's a prisoner, and um, I loved um, there was one question I think it was uh, which which animal is outlawed as a pet? It was ferret, in California, yeah. and it was ferret. And the very last thing he said before moving on to the next question was hashtag free the ferret, free the ferret. <laughs> yeah, he also made a joke about so, sweet yeah. greens. Where he, in the interview, said something about, like, oh, I can't go to my favorite restaurant, Sweet Greens, to get a salad without being accosted by fans and, and <clears throat> the CEO. It's like, you can't say that. We don't have a deal with Sweet Greens. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then and then someone, like, the CEO, like, tweeted out, like, looking for a good PR rep yeah. or something. <laughs> and someone commented, and they were like, please take Scott to Sweet Green for lunch and show that. He is not forced to be there, like, on his own will. And then the guy tweets a picture of him and Scott at Sweet Oh, that's pretty good. And, like, Scott's, like, shoveling salad into his face, and he's got this expression. <laughs> but if you look, it's it kind of looks like he's been forced to get Sweet well, Yeah, the HQ, it was wild this week. If you're still not playing it yet, so download the game. If you have an iOS device, use the uh, referral code CHUME, C-H-U-M-E-S. So I get a free heart and <laughs> go play it. No, use, no use Great Britain. So Great use Britain. C. Humes. <laughs> do that. We actually downloaded it on an iPad as well. So now we meet, me and my girlfriend play. We've got her iPad and both of our phones. You need a phone number. So I use the burner app to get a temporary phone number to confirm with the mm. iPad so that we could play it on the iPad as well. It's fucking cheats. <laughs> I play it classic style. I play it one phone, sometimes yeah, a second brain. If you have a second brain, um, you need that second phone going. Because the games are getting harder. Because <laughs> I used to, at the beginning of the game, I used to be able to get to, like, questions seven to nine every game on my own. And now, with another person mm. and in multiple devices, we're still getting knocked out on, like, the fifth or sixth question. The games are getting harder. I mean, to be, I mean, it's it's them trying to figure out a balance, right? Because now it's... I mean, even when I started, which was only a few weeks well, ago... The thing's only been out for, like, a month. Twenty, thirty thousand people... Right. Now it's over 100k every game. Ever since they did that $7500 game, like so it's, uh, it's been ridiculous. But speaking of uh a lot of money. Uh-huh. Um people that <laughs> this is such a bad transition. My brain isn't working today. It's still full. full yeah, time. no no, let's hear it. Let's um let's make this Did week. you hear about Marvel Heroes? No, I didn't hear about Marvel Heroes. They're shutting it down, right? They're shutting it down, and the original plan, so Gazillion is... Okay, so I guess I did hear about it. So Gazillion is the developer. Well, I don't know if you heard the second part. So Gazillion is a developer. They made Marvel Heroes, which was a dungeon crawler Marvel game, right. I guess. Well, they're making this new game, like the the combat game, right? The 5 on 5? Marvel Games is going through a metamorphosis right now, and there, there are these games that you know, came before before that much and Marvel Heroes was one of them. And mm-hmm. now they're they're trying to keep things like more in house or at least making some smart trying to make some smarter decisions. 
And mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I just don't think Marvel Heroes was performing as well as they'd hoped. They released it for consoles, and I just don't think it sold, or like, I don't think they were, because I think it's free, but I don't think they were seeing returns on things like in game currency and all that jazz. Uh, so they were originally, Gazillion was like, okay, we're shutting down Marvel Heroes, and it's going to end in December. And then the day before Thanksgiving, on Wednesday, they said, "Not we're shutting it down to like Black Friday. This is the day they're shutting it down. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. And we're shutting down Gazillion, and we're letting go of everyone. No severance. No PTO. Nothing. Whoa! Like it just, it just, it's just vanished. No, it's That's not. not good. It really, really sucks. And I follow a couple of uh, developers, and people have been retweeting developers, and like, yeah, like I don't have a job today. I haven't been paid any severance." any lasting type PTO that I had, I haven't received either. So that's been brutal Jesus. for them. And yeah. Game developers need to unionize. It's, I mean, I think, I think the whole industry media game devs and stuff like, yeah, I mean like game devs get, yeah. Vox media just yes. unionized. Or did, did they, that was, did a they unionize deal. or is, is it like a fight to unionize? No, they're writers oh, unionized. Great. Congrats to them. Yeah. They're, I think they're going to be like part of the WGA or something. Like they're, they're going to like join like a writers guild yeah. sort of a thing. But they are, they are officially unionizing, and Vox seems to at least be supporting it. So. They're a progressive company, so yeah, that's yeah, what I was thinking sense. too. And it, I, I think it probably Ezra has Klein's to do with a, good dude. a couple other random things. So, Tom, do you have anything to complain do about I this week? Do I have any complaints? Do you have any complaints? I don't know if I can live up to the classic tuna. I know. I feel like we shouldn't be complaining either. This is like Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, what episode. are we thankful do you have, for? Do you have anything you're thankful um, for? Yeah. Do you have anything you're thankful for? I've been for? thankful for 2017 being a fucking kick-ass year of games. Actually, I did want to talk about... I was going to say, like, this is... I don't know where you're going with this. So just <laughs> just like the like the quality... Like, 2017's been one of the best years for video for games. For video games, like, yes. It is. It's the best year for, to play games. Absolutely. Let me... Um, let's pull up a list real quick. So okay. well, Breath of the Wild. In the beginning of the year, we had Mario Odyssey. <laughs> well, we had, I mean, we had Legend of Zelda, um... mm-hmm. Minesweeper Two, <laughs> Horizon. I can't forget about Minesweeper Two. That was such a big deal when it came out. Like, first of all, no one expected it to go first person. <laughs> it was like, who's who thought Microsoft was going to put out Minesweeper Two this year? They made it a, a I, like, I hit... all access game. So, you know, it's it's cross-play, so you can play it on your PC and your Xbox. They It was the last game to work on the Kinect that they made. So you're able to, like, first person, you're, like, going out there, you're digging up the mines, you're looking for the flags. I never thought it was going to happen, but it was unbelievable. I think that might still be my game yeah, of the year. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that uh, I think it would be a crime not to make that game of the year. Um, obviously, the Switch came out. The Switch, the Switch right? Uh, we had freaking... My favorite character in the Matrix, Switch. <laughs> it's a good thing i saw that recently because i would not have uh, remembered that that was someone oh. um yeah i mean it's just been a great i'm not going to go through this list because that, that's impractical but yeah it's just been a great year for games it's been a great year for and games. um and the industry is going to be only bigger and the industry itself has like had a just a crew like with the release of the switch and things like PUBG. And- did you did you fucking see nintendo upped their order of switches for the next fiscal year to 30 million 
that's insanity. I, They're going to make 30 million Switches? Well, there'll be plenty of Switches around, because I doubt they'll sell 30 in a year. That's more than PlayStation's best year for PS4. Yeah. Now, it sounds crazy, but it's also, if you consider their sales generally of their home console and handheld together, it's not totally insane. But that's fucking wild, which is making me think, like, Pokemon's coming next year. That's the only thing that's making me think Pokemon's coming next year, when they announce... That they're gonna put out thirty. What is gonna push? What's gonna push those numbers? Because right now there are no huge titles that are supposed to come out next year on the Switch. That's it. Mario obviously was the last huge Prime. title, yeah, but we don't know if that's next year or not. They just said that it's coming. Mm, I they think, never confirmed a 2018 release. But I think with how Nintendo is playing it now, that only announcing games that like. Sure, that's that's totally possible. But even then, Prime I think is still only a few million seller on the old, even on on Cube, their best Prime. Right. Metroid's still only a couple million. I mean, like, what? A... Old, I thought about it. The only games I can think of are like Mario Kart, Mario, Pokemon, maybe Animal Crossing. Maybe we're getting an Animal Smash. Crossing game next year. Do you Smash think, Brothers? Do you think Smash will be a port, or what do you think is going to happen? With if that? Smash isn't out in the first six months, it can't be a port. I think you can't next holiday put out a port like basically towards the end of your second year of a console mm. of what will then be a five-year-old game mm. like well, you need Skyrim unless there's significant upgrades they can add <laughs> as long as they include all the dlc add even more characters change stuff to the characters do something total like they need to add enough to it that it almost feels like a new game do you think um oh god there i was just looking at like all the great wii u games that no one ever played and i'm just like i want a new captain just... toad <laughs> yeah I really want a new Captain Toad. That game was very good. Well, they teased him in uh, in Odyssey, so so I, I think I think Pokemon's coming next year because of that. That's the only reason why. Uh, also, I think we'll probably get new Super Mario Brothers next year. Oh, okay, like a three like D one, like a... like a new two D side scroller. Okay, like you know, we had new Super Mario Brothers on Wii, we had new Super Mario Brothers U, we had new Super Mario Brothers on the DS. Um, the one on the Wii U is actually very good. So, and that's something they can do in like a year. I would still love them to figure out Mario Maker. I would really like to get Mario Maker. Mario Maker thing. would be, like, I mean, golden on Switch. Oh, I want to talk about something real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- this is going to be an article that I'm going to put together for mm-hmm. our website, zeitheist.com. We got, mm-hmm. we got a nice collection of uh, stuff over there if you yeah. want to go check There'll it out. There'll be more soon. We have, I'm, right now, I'm, I'm working on some stuff, but I've also been, like, just also working on the site. I've been making, like, our featured articles look nicer. So if you check yeah, out Tom's next looks, one, it looks pretty nice. Looks... The site looks really good. Um, I've been playing Lego Marvel Superheroes on the Switch, and the Lego games. I'm. I want. I. I want to talk to. to you, yeah, I was going to say you need to talk to Alex about this. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it next week, or I'll, I'll get his take on it briefly. Absolutely. But, um, I used oh. to love the Lego games. Sorry, um, this just. I'm going to check while you're talking about this. Sure. Because those games, a lot of times, go on like huge deals, and I'm wondering if there are any right now for those. Well, um, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 mm-hmm. released for the Switch. Oh, nice. And I played the first one like almost enti- in its entirety with my friend Austin, and he ended up picking up for the Switch. So I was like, okay, I guess like I'll pick it up for the Switch. Um, and so I got a code for the Switch, and I haven't really been... Despite the fact that the Lego games have innovated and remained like very strong games mm-hmm. i haven't been really getting sucked into them like the force awakens lego game i played like a couple of hours of and then i was kind of like over it i was like uh cool they've got like this cover 
cover-based shooting mechanic that they've added, and now you can do you you can build things, but you have like options of what you can build. But still, I wasn't going to suck into it. But the Switch version of this game is so such a good port. Why do you think that? I don't is? even know if. Well, obviously, like the Switch can just run it, which is great. Um, but it's I I think that the reason I think it just works better on the Switch because it's it's a collectible like you know it is a collectathon game of like just smashing stuff and getting bricks and trying to get the characters so i can jump into it you know the yeah. switch is a great thing to just i have pick one up major play. complaint and i mean i guess it probably does make sense to play this on a switch because it's pretty much unless it's a local only game why the fuck do these games still not have online do they not have no. online no multiplayer isn't that crazy huh. i would love to play these games online I don't know why I th- I was con- again convinced that they, it, had they don't. It's only local multiplayer. It's stupid, right? I mean, so Switch is better because they yeah. probably even have a single Joy-Con mode. I would assume they do, and they do, and it works really okay. well. Like I I tried the single Joy-Con mode, and I was like surprised. Like, huh? If worse came to worse, I would be able to play it. Like, say mm-hmm. I lost a Joy-Con or something. I would I would be able to play this game kind of no problem on a single Joy-Con. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that is great. So you can... The co-op is elevated in that sense. And then because the inputs are so simple, like, in terms of... You're really only really pressing one of course, button. You right. don't have to hit multiple buttons at once. Like, having the Joy-Con isn't... It doesn't get necessarily as... Uh, and like if you played Doom, I didn't, I didn't play, um, I didn't pick up Doom for Switch, but I played it at that uh, Bethesda event, and I was, I was just like, do damn, you, you need a pro controller. Like, do you they... have? So I have the plastic shell you can get on Amazon for single Joy-Con use. It makes a huge difference. It gives you two little grips for when you're holding it, mm-hmm. and then makes the triggers. A I was better. trying. I was trying. I was trying the single Joy-Con bare without even the. It's just the so small rail that goes on top. It is it's... small. Yep. Oh, I'm not saying that it's. I'm not saying that it's uh, the best way to play the game. I'm just saying that it's not. It's it's kind of crazy that you can play a full game. I'm, I'm gonna put a link for the Amazon thing I'm talking about so you can see because okay. it was like ten dollars and you get two of them. I have it, and so like we've had people come over and we'll play four player Mario Kart, and you can hand that to people, and they're not confused. When I've handed people the single Joy Con, they're like, "What the fuck?" Right, but when the grips there, like for some reason, it makes sense to them because I think you're also just a little confused on how to hold it. It's so small, mm. like it's hard to tell. Like, is it upside down? Is it right side up? Right, right, right. So. Yeah, but I've been playing that, and that's been that's sick, an awesome experience on the Switch. That's sick. Yeah, I think I'm gonna pick up a couple of those the next time they do one of those fire sales. They do these big sales for those Lego Marvel games quite often um i'm also disappointed to note that none of them currently have xbox one x enhancements no so. hdr those games would look no. great yeah they would they would look sick instead what they will probably go do instead of updating these games is just the future ones will support 4k or hdr but they're not going to spend the time to go back and update. there's a new teenage mutant ninja turtles arcade game mm-hmm. um is it good it hasn't come out but it's basically it's 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 an updated it's basically a remaster of the original game um but they're using the new the turtles from the new cartoon from the new nickelodeon cartoon nice oh uh and also little nerdy news uh i read the first issue i don't know if you're in com- into comics but doomsday clock just came out which is the crossover between watchmen and the dc universe and it's awesome so if anyone I'm not 
if anyone is a comic book fan, uh, DC has been killing it in recent years, and it seems like Doomsday Clock is actually going to be a decent series. And better than that crappy movie that came out. Uh, let's not even get into that. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about Star Wars like nonstop soon, by the way. That's oh like all my I'm god, I can't believe how close about. it is. I know, it's I'm like so two excited. weeks away. You have no idea. I'm so fucking excited. Um, do you have you bought tickets? Yes. Ready to go. I need to buy tickets. Yes, I need you to do. buy tickets. I just need to figure out who I'm going with. I need to get mm. that done. Like December first, I want to know who I'm going with so I can get tickets on December first. All right, Tom. Are you ready for a quick listener mail? Ooh, I'd love some. All right. Here's some or as I like to call it, reader mail. All right, here's our listener mail for the day. So I've got one of these. Um, you need to send your emails to our new email address, and that's email, E-M-A-I-L, at unrankedpodcast.com. I still will check the old email, unrankedpodcast at gmail.com, but our new email is email at unrankedpodcast.com. Send us any questions or comments that you might have. We're going to be getting ready to do another D&D episode soon, hopefully, and then we're going to have our holiday episode. So if you have questions or suggestions or games you'd like us to play on the holiday episode, um, questions about the D&D show, anything, just send them to us. All right, so I'm going to read this one that came in from Jason, Tom. So Jason says, Hey, love the show, guys. On a recent trip back home, I played some of my old games on the N64, and I came across my old Game Sharks. I don't Damn. know if you remember what the action replays were, but these allowed me to get cool cheat codes. I played some mm. GoldenEye, and they had big head mode. I was able to use the laser watch whenever I wanted. And this made me think, what were your favorite cheat codes? What do you think happened to them, and would you bring them back? If you could have any video game cheat code in the real world, what would that be? Love the show. Stay ranked. I mean, that that, that great question. Who, who sent that in? Jason. Jason. Great. Great it says, question. It just says Jason W. So, um, yeah, I I totally remember them. I I also remember actually getting them more from like gaming magazines would have discs that had things on them that you could use to cheat. Wait, um, what do you mean? I, like you would input codes? What do you mean by discs? No, like um, like you would run the disc. Like I, so my biggest memory of something like this was Spider Man Two. There was some kind of Game Shock or action replay was thing. Was this for like PlayStation 2? Yeah, it's for the PS2. Oh. And it allowed me to like have invincibility in Spider because Spider Man 2 didn't have any cheats. Oh, what did this you have could... to do? Modify your game save? It might have done that. I cannot remember. This Just because was... I can't figure out how like you have the disc in and then First you put the game back it. in. You know what I mean? Maybe it was maybe it was um like a game's cartridge. But if it was PlayStation 2. Like yeah, a memory card? yeah, like a memory card okay. that came with this magazine. I can't remember the details, but um, there was a there was a thing in there that allowed me to press a button and it would turn on like moon gravity. Oh, nice! Low gravity and is always so, fun. So when you would swing as Spidey, if you hit it at the right time, like just as he was coming out of a swing. If you turned on moon gravity at just the right time, it would fl- like you could fly. That's sick. Across across the map. Yeah, that's like, sick. Like all, across the entire map, and that I had. I just remember having a ton of fun doing that 
what about you and do you have any memories of like action replays or anything? yeah i mean this guy said big head mode and that's something that i definitely remember doing um yeah. i actually also specifically do recall goldeneye so on the cartridge based systems the way it would work is it would be a cartridge and then there'd be a cartridge slot on the top of it so one cartridge right. would stick into the other so you'd have this like really right. tall looking game and like your uh, i remember them also on my game boy i think it was like uh. a it was it was either game shark maybe it was action replay i can't remember I think there was Game Genie, too. Um, that sounds about right. But I do remember specifically the one in James Bond, because in James Bond, you could get that little watch, but you could only use it so often. And so I would I would use the code that would let me do, like, uh, one-hit kills. So I'd love to use the watch on one-hit kills, because I could get infinite ammo on the watch, and then I could just roll around. The watch was supposed to be... wasn't really a great weapon. It wasn't supposed to be that strong. And it was used for, like breaking like open some like doors and little locks and things like you just like burn a hole through it but instead i was right. just like ripping through the level just like mowing pe- like it was like a lightsaber it was like a wrist mounted <laughs> lightsaber is basically which speaking of which i i love the new lightsaber that kylo ren has but the one thing i would sure. love to see and i think would be super cool is an assassin's creed style arm blade lightsaber mm. how sick would that be I like uh, in the extended universe the lightsaber tonfers, like the arm, you know, like the the batons, but they they have like a handle at a right angle, so they run like parallel to your arm. So it's like a, it's a police baton that has a lightsaber commanding on it. Right. Yo, okay, so that Those lets you spin cool it. Lightsaber designs. But the problem is, it doesn't. It's still just like a. I, the reason I like the arm blade is that it's like mounted onto you, because then you still have freedom I mean, of motion with your hands. It would be sick if we could have that Assassin's Creed style blade because. Then you could and have it's a character that's the front of the wrist. Yeah, like they can, and they could have it on one of their hands, and it would be shorter, like a shorter. It wouldn't be a full length blade because that could be used for like blogging and like close combat. And then you could have because it could work like almost like a sword and the shield type thing. Like you use that left hand like to block with that, and then you have the right hand as the regular saber. So they're not just using it to assassinate; they're using it. Yeah, to you could use it for both. Yeah, it would be okay. sick. They'd be like Shredder or like a sword and a shield style character. You have to be multi. I don't know. It's. I would love to see. it. I think it'd be dope as hell. Um, what were we talking about? Cheat codes. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about cheat codes. So I, I also just don't know. Like, the industry just decided that cheats weren't going to be a thing anymore. No, they made them microtransactions. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. They did. Like these are like DLC now. You know, like the silly only... things like these in games. Like if they exist now, you have to pay for them. They're like cosmetic. The only game, the only game that I think will never get rid of cheat codes is GTA. Like, that is so ingrained into Grand Theft Auto. Yes. Yeah. Um, Did you use them in GTA Five? Only when I was, like, fucking around. Not, like, during a mission or anything. Well, no, I didn't use them during a mission, but I've gone back. Like, I've used them on the Xbox One, which, when is GTA getting an Xbox One? Yeah, That's seriously, right? That I want to see. Yeah, um, I've... Uh. Uh... I've um I've I've gone back and ju- I in fact I was at a friend's giving last weekend and this guy had Grand Theft Auto running on his TV and we were playing and I was like hey let's throw on cheats and just fuck around I'm like ah it's such yeah they have one where you could like such... jump crazy high yeah there was there was a there was a high jump one and a moon gravity one so when you shoot yeah. things like and so I I would turn on exploding bullets moon gravity. And just like start sh- and and then yeah the the performance takes a dive. That's why I want to see this thing on the X. Right. The second that update comes out for the X, I'm gonna go yeah. back and start playing that shit. Yeah. And that online sure. is great. I mean, the GTA Online is still Absolutely. going strong. Like, damn, kudos and to Rockstar. And they still keep adding to it. No wonder that they haven't He's... made a game in. 
he asked what cheat code you could have in real life. I mean, I think everyone would pick invisibility, right? Invisibility or invincibility? Invincibility, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's got to be the one. Or one-hit kills. <laughs> well, I'm not planning on going around murdering anyone. I think moon gravity <laughs> would be fun. Moon gravity would be fun. Yeah, big I like. Head. Big, I would just turn on big head mode. Yeah, big head mode would be. <laughs> that would be a good one. Paintball mode is classic. Moon gravity. Tiny mode when people are all everything's tiny. Yeah, that would be a good one. Big hands. All right, Tom. I so have great. a game ready for you. Are you ready to play? Uh, sure. Whatever that may be. Let's do. All right, Tom. We're gonna play a round of pub tea. Pub Tea is our trivia game. Tom, we have four trivia rounds for you. Are you ready to play? I am indeed. All right, we're just going to keep score just to see how well you do. These are two points each. This is our grab bag round. The first one is a Rate That Game Game-themed question, where okay. generally what I'll do is give you a game, you give me the review, but instead, I'm going to give you the game and the review, and I'm going to ask you a question about it. So, in honor of Thanksgiving, I picked Assassin's Creed Three, the 1775 Simulator. Tom, this game. Received... I would love that if that was the colon, like <laughs> that was... Assassin's Creed Three colon seventeen seventy five simulator. <laughs> Bring your regulars. Tom, yeah. this game received a whopping eighty five on Metacritic, which is a pretty what? good score. Pretty good score. Assassin's Creed Three. Yes, it did. It does not feel like it's not a terrible. I liked game. it, but I know that it is considered, in hindsight, by many to be the worst Assassin. Well, hindsight is bitch. <laughs> out of 41 total scores this is the ps3 review score how many 100 point reviews did this game receive how many total how many perfect scores so it had 41 total reviews with an average of 85 how many 100 point reviews did this game receive are you giving me multiple choice or nope. no okay two Tom, you got that 100% right. A perfect oh, score for two damn. points. Two for damn. two. two uh, game two Revolution and PlayStation Lifestyle. One of those may be biased. Yeah, where are they now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've got two total points. Let's cool. move on. I have a gamer for you. So this is a video game character's dating profile. I need you to tell me who this video game character is. We just have one of these for you. It's also worth two points. Are you ready? I am. I'm looking for a progressive lifestyle partner to adventure with. I love a good breakfast. Nothing is better than tossing out a few eggs and making a scramble. I'm genderqueer. I need someone who will accept me for who I am. I enjoy bows and accessories and playing cute. Don't underestimate me, though. I can attack others if necessary to defend myself. Isn't there like a female Yoshi? I don't know. Is there like a female Yoshi? Yeah, with like a bow on a head. Do you have a name for this character? Yosha. Yo Yosha. Yo, sha. Is it still Yoshi? It's just female. Yoshi. All right, I'm going to give you one point. Okay. Although it's technically wrong, but since you're not playing against anyone, I'll give you one point. Okay. So you're close. The name of this character is Birdo. Okay. I believe maybe they're of the same species as Yoshi. Maybe not. It's hard to tell. They're, its mouth is wide open. The original... Information on this character like says that the although it's pink and wears a bow, the character's a male, uh, and although it goes by uh, a female, later in the series, it's actually in a relationship in Captain Rainbow, the Japanese release. Um, it's, what's the name? How do you spell it? Birdo, B-I-R-D-O. It's actually okay. been, uh, conf it's been not uh. confirmed necessarily what gender or 
Uh, the, Known the in character... Japan as Catherine. Correct. And there's it is it is unclear what gender the Pokemon uh, the sorry this video game character is. <laughs> it is a bit of a Pokemon. Um, although Berto does the wiki refers to Berto prefers the pronouns of you know uh, female pronouns. But for that reason, I, I say gender queer because there is a lot of uh, interesting commentary about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Collar has, uh, I think, an article about yeah. it. Yeah, asserts. Yeah, originally <clears throat> the manual for Super Mario Brothers two originally says that Birdo is a boy who thinks he is a girl. Yep. Wow. Uh, and would rather be referred to as Birdetta. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom, ready for round two? Yes. All right. So each one of these are worth one point. These are celebrity appearances. Oh, good. I'm going to name seven celebrities, and then I'm going to name seven video games. You have to match them. Oh, okay. Okay? Elijah Wood, Emma Stone, Liam Neeson, Charles Dance, Seth Green, Samuel Jackson, Haley Joel Osment, and Phil Collins. I said seven, but I have eight. (laughs) Do you have eight I do have eight. All right. I, I originally had seven, and I decided I wanted to add one more, so I got Phil Collins in there. Okay. And... The games are Witcher, GTA Vice City, Kingdom Hearts, Broken Age, Sleeping Dogs, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Fallout 3, and Mass Effect 3. I feel like I'm going to do pretty well. So I get a point for each correct. Well, we can start wherever you would like, I guess. Yeah, so Liam Neeson was in Fallout 3. That is one point. Emma Stone was in Sleeping Dogs. That's two points. Samuel L. Jackson was in San Andreas. Okay, keep going. Is that, is that a third point? Yep. Cool. Elijah Wood was in Broken Age. Correct. Oh, fuck yeah. Seth Green was in Mass Effect 3. Okay. He played the pilot. He was in all the Mass Effects, all the original trilogy. Charles Dance was in Witcher. Yep. Who do I have left? Uh, Haley Joel Osment and Phil Collins. And I have Vice City and Kingdom Hearts. Correct. So Phil Collins was in Kingdom Hearts. No, 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 sorry, Phil Collins was in Vice City, and Haley Joel Osment was in Kingdom Hearts. Sorry. Ah, that incorrect. And Haley Joel Osment, obviously, was Anakin. No, because they didn't have Star Wars. Haley Joel Osment plays Sora. Really? Okay. That was a good... Phil Collins good, plays uh, himself. Oh, that's probably true. That was a good round. Well done to me. That, that was good. The next round. So I got six. Casting so. call. So I'm giving you the names of a couple of characters from game. you got to tell me what game it's from. Okay. All right, your first one. Ken and Vega. Street Fighter. Correct. Your second one. Amy Rose and Rogue the Bat. Professor Layton? Ooh, I'm sorry. That one was Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, oh duh. Peppy Hair and Wolf O'Donnell. What? Peppy Hair and Wolf O'Donnell. Banjo Kazooie. No, I'm sorry. This one is Star Fox. <laughs> course bald bull and don glamenso <laughs> bald bull and don clemenco what was the first name bald b-a-l-d bull mm-hmm. b-u-l-l it's better not be fucking banjo kazooie um <laughs> you're allowed to guess a game again but those do sound like star fox though uh yeah a little bit i mean bull is an animal but don glamenco is not an animal don don so maybe it's uh, like a mafia? Mafia? No, I'm sorry. Like a mafia uh, Punch-Out. <laughs> Those are from the Punch-Out series. Gotcha. Okay. I, you couldn't ace all these, Tom. No, I could not. Definitely could not. 
Dominic Santiago and Damon Bard. I think that is San Andreas, right? No, I'm sorry. These are Gears yeah. of War characters. Ah, uh, I need to get back into that Gears of War shit. You got Frank Tenpenny and Dmitry Raskolov. I'm pretty sure they're a GTA game. Do you need the specific one? Yes, they are. Grand Theft Auto. Nope, it's just a franchise. Okay. Those are from different games. Tiny, Candy, and Baby. Driver. Baby Driver. Um, Tiny Candy and Baby Baby Toad. Super Mario Galaxy. Tiny, Candy, and Baby Kong from Donkey Kong. And your final two, Rush and Roll. Wipeout. Mega Man. Oh, we got yeah, rocked. These are all basically like rocked. side characters. Yeah, on games that I haven't played. You never played Mega Man, Donkey Kong, Gears of War, Punch-Out, Star Fox, Sonic. <laughs> that's not good. You're missing. Not, not really. That's not good. You should fix that. Don't you have an SNES Classic? What are you doing? I do. All right. Is the final, final I've been final playing round. Super Mario Brothers World. Yep. So you got two points out of that one. The Legend of Zelda. Tom, you have two minutes to name mm-hmm. all 17 Legend of Zelda titles, not including yeah. the Intellivision, CDI, Link's Crossbow Training, or Triforce Heroes. There have been 17 games. You have two minutes. The clock starts now. The Legend of uh-huh. Zelda. Zelda 2, yep. which is Link's awa- Awakening? Uh what is Zelda? What's the subtitle for Zelda 2? It's Zelda You can 2. just say Zelda 2. That's fine. Okay. Uh, Zelda A Link to the Past. Okay. I'm giving you Link's Awakening because it's not Zelda 2. It's a different game. Okay. Link's Awakening. Uh, Ocarina okay. of Time. Majora's Mask. Yeah. So far, you've gone in order. Let's just get... Of I have? So far, you've gone in order of release. Cool. <laughs> it's weird. Majora's Mask. Um, Minish Cap. Okay. Um... Wind Waker, yep. uh, the, uh, tr- fucking, let's just, Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's 10 I'm at so far, um, A Link Between Worlds, Yep. Phantom Hourglass, mm-hmm. uh, Spirit Tracks, mm-hmm. four more, uh, Breath of the Wild. Of course, there you go, three left. What's my time? Um, you have 30 seconds. Oh, Age, uh, Oracle of Ages, uh, Oracle of Seasons. Yep, one one missing. 16 out of 17, 20 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and... Oracle! Four Swords Adventures. Oh, March piss off with Four Swords Adventures. Oh. Four Swords Adventures. Those get you up to Majora's Mask. You went completely in order, uh, and then you started jumping around after that. Which I thought uh, it, I thought it was funny that Breath of the Wild was one of the last ones you said as well. Well, I just, <laughs> I just thought that, yeah, I just thought like, uh, I just went, I was like, I'm gonna start from the beginning. Yeah, that was good. That was good, Tom. Well, Tom, how can the people find you if they want to keep following you? I am at Great Brit Tom on everything, but. PlayStation where I am Time Bomb Tom so follow me on 
Twitter, and I'm we're writing stuff for Zeitheist.com, so please check our stuff out there. Very proud of that. And yeah, so that's where you can find me. If you want to find me, I'm at Sweet Humes. We are at the Unranked Podcast. Email at unrankedpodcast.com. Go to Zeitheist.com or unrankedgames.com or unrankedpodcast.com. They'll all take you to the same place. And until next time, everybody, stay unranked. And have a wonderful Black Friday Sunday.